You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? All right, what's up, Hunter? What's going on, man? How you doing today? Um, You got to agree to being recorded, you pervert. Oh, I agree. I know, but I didn't know if Hunter knew. He was going for his bong. We're not doing yeah. video. It's all good. That's only for the Patreon that we don't have. Yeah, you can do all the smoking and touching. You can rub your nipples if you get really excited about Keaton. It's true. Oh, God. I might have to take mine out. Okay. Yeah, dude. We're going to have to pop our tops off when we go talking 89. <laughs> I'm not much of a 69 man, but an 89, an 89 Keaton, that yeah. gets me rock hard. All right. You know what? Since we're talking about it, let's just... Wow, are we, we're really on... Episode 293. All right. We need to get those other ones ready. Episode 293 of the Broadcast Geeks. I am one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker, and we are joined this week by my friend, Hunter Travis. Say hey, Hunter. Hunter. How's it going, guys? All right. So wait, Hunter, Good. you're you're the you're the hunter that's uh within the last year or so watched all the Marvel movies, right? Yeah, for the most part, Jake has crammed it into my brain like it was some tortured experiment, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, you did a lot of it on your own, to be fair. So before, direction. before we go into the next decade of DC, because that's what I'm really looking forward to. Don't get me wrong, I'm still looking forward to the Marvel stuff, but my internal gears have shifted towards DC. Uh, I want to get your take on the, the MCU. Now, have you seen every released movie? <clears throat> For the most part, yes. And if not, from what I'd seen, I'd probably seen it when they came out a long time ago, like the beginning of the Iron Man's, mm. um, <clears throat> Captain Marvel's, stuff like that. Have did you seen you read, Eternals? Did you watch yep. <laughs> no, I have not watched Eternals yet. Okay. That's something that Jake is telling me that I should be watching. I think it's going to become important. Yeah? I'd, I'd love yeah. to hear why. Well, I think the, the uh, I fucked up and heard leaks. I don't know if I want to disclose what I heard to you, or because it might be spoilery, it might not. But it's I'm way okay out. It. It's way out future spoilery, so it's not set in stone. But basically, that the uh, the head is made of adamantium, and there's going to be like a international effort to beat each other to go to that head and mine all the adamantium, and that might have something to do with uh, old Wolvie. Weapon X. Yeah. So are they? So are they going to throw Weapon X as a? If they did something like that, and it's going to be modern, it's not going to happen decades ago? No, I think they're, they're saying, gonna... like, because they were pretty much out of animanium, that's why, like, Deadpool doesn't have an animanium skeleton, is that they ran out. Mm. They used they, they used every last drop of it on Wolverine, if I remember correctly, that they had left to study. I... And so, like, this would be Wolverine going there to stop them as Logan, to be yeah. like, you're not, you're not doing this again to another kid. And it's I leaked hope... that they're doing that. I hope they don't just dump a, a huge fucking head of adamantium on this planet because i think don't. that's where the adamantium came from in the books yeah i don't i know i i mean what are they what are they gonna do it is that how they're gonna uh throw in uh wolverine's progeny you know or like uh uh what's what's or, his name uh, craven no not craven um oh uh um, or something like that what's his name God damn it those are both really close and now dakin Dakin, yeah. Dakin, yeah. 
Uh, maybe. I think it'd just be a good way to have, like, Logan expose himself, whatever this universe's Logan ends up being, because this is a mission where he'd tell Xavier to suck a fuck. Like, I'm gonna, like, I don't care what you think, I'm gonna go stop them from doing this to anyone else. Hmm. And it sounded like, in the leak, it sounded like Captain America and whatever team he has at this point will be there, like, trying to figure out why there's an international dispute going on. Yeah, and then out of, out of nowhere, the Harry Boy is going to show up and start ripping heads off. All right, so Celestial Theory ties Eternals to three future MCU movies. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, we know they're going to tie in because one, they're they're showing what's his name, John Snow. As, oh yeah, uh, Black Knight. Black Knight. We know that. We know that Arashim's coming back. We know that they're already committed to doing the sequel, regardless of the the, the reception of the first one. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's definitely going to be important. I think it might be the unannounced movie in between. Yeah, the big uh, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at this, and it's talking about the the body could lead to the creation of adamantium. Not sure. Yeah. I really want that. Uh, I've been seeing Thunderbolts stuff lately i've seen the preview at least twice that's kind yeah, of exciting i'm pretty stoked david harbour <laughs> harrison ford in a, it's gonna fucking rock harrison ford's been so good in shrinking uh, your voices now hunter have you seen the other uh well i guess not the other but like black widow i have not i don't think so oh, unless geez. jake and i can't crammed it in i don't think we watched it though you i don't know if you did watch, to watch. <clears throat> yeah but i think it's just like those couple that are at the end he's watched no, no, I'm I'm saying Iron like, Man, Thor, if, but I I think did you watch Miss Marvel? Was that something that we watched at the house? TV I show? Don't, I don't remember. It's the TV show about the teenage girl who gets the bands and can like stretch like photo so. images off of her. What I think did you watch? did. And then and then her and Captain Marvel switch at the very end. And all I think of we Captain did. Captain Marvel's in her childhood home, this girl's childhood home, because that's leading yeah, into the was- Marvels. It was good. It was a good show. Uh, I'm really excited for Blade. Man, I'm so excited for Ant-Man this weekend. My brain's also done what yours done, Matt, where like because of these trailers this weekend, I'm I'm keating the fuck up. Oh, wait, it's this weekend? Dude, Ant-Man is on Friday, dog. So I'm coming out to I'm coming down on Friday. Uh, We'll have to chat about that off off pod yeah let's go see the film all right um so what other what other stuff do we got going on all right so we this is what we know then for marvel purposes we got kang coming we assume scott is gonna die is that i'm i feel strongly that scott's gonna die or stay in the quantum realm probably die they might they'll be able to bring back a different version of him in secret wars if they want they're doing the multiverse thing well they're not going to use him they're going to oh i got you yeah they might it's already been leaked several times this week but it sounds like they've got rdj back on the line oh geez (laughs) yeah that's what happens when you turn down the most money anybody's ever going to get paid to be an actor to go do your own thing and then it goes poorly you come back and you're like hey guys remember when i was like a really good manager at this company do you have anything i could do can i sweep yeah uh all right so so hunter so you've watched a significant amount of the mcu at least movies what's been your take on it i liked it um i wasn't too in it at first just because probably when all that stuff came out it wasn't too big but as all of it's kind of compounded and come into like a more formidable story i really enjoy it um i liked a lot of the doctor strange stuff um ant-man was super cool um how those stories are tying together how everything's come together is really cool i can't wait to see um ant-man this weekend hopefully i can go see it this weekend um i liked black panther was really good have you seen wakanda forever 
Yeah, that shit was tight. It was. I only watched it once, but it was. I'm gonna have to watch it again. But I know that the the grief in that movie is gonna hit me. That's why I haven't rewatched it since it's been on Disney. It's just like, man, like I don't know how much I want to fucking tear up about Bozeman being dead again tonight. Yeah. I guess I'll watch something else. Or just the, cry like that. Yeah. Or just the grief in the movie. You know, it's rough. It, it, <laughs> but it's so good. It's so well done. I'll give Hunter. Him Hunter also. Um, despite the way he looks, he looks like a men's right activist listeners. Uh, really liked Captain Marvel. Mm. He loved it. Yeah, that shit was tight. Which I was awesome. it. <laughs> I think it's one of the strongest ones, but it just gets so much hate that it's fun to point out anytime that a male friend speaks up like that was one of my favorite ones to be like. Why See? do you think it gets so much hate? Because there's all these guiguo fucking men's right activists. Uh, what do you call it? The incels. They're like, this is the MCU. They're trying to push all this culture and girls down our throat, despite her being a character for 35 years. And it's, yeah. it's nice when like normal humans are like, no, that's like one of the best ones. Like, yeah, exactly. All these other idiots that are screaming at the top oh. of their lungs, how terrible it is are wrong. How can, how can us guys expect to watch uh, movies that, aren't about us yeah i know it It would almost be like it requires an imagination to enjoy a superhero movie <laughs> what oh god you know, that's, un- that's unfathomable how could you ever i gave that up when i was a kid i can see myself in the alien that landed in kansas but this lady i don't know about this lady i just can't relate all right so speaking of which we we should transition because you're talking about someone landing in kansas are we yeah i I watched a video that dissected the flash trailer i had a student ask me today if i was excited for the flash movie fuck yeah it's a cool student you give him an extra couple points And he's not because he doesn't like Ezra Miller. And you know what I said to him? I like I had to pause because I really had to think about it. Because if you would have asked me weeks ago, months ago, I might have been like, I don't know. Ezra Miller is a terrible person. I don't really think they're going to do anything too good with this movie. And then when they said Keaton was out, you're like, well, what's the point? What's the point of this movie coming out? Yeah. And now we watch the trailer and I could not be more excited to see anything. I'm more excited to see that than anything right now. Anything. Yes. Yes. So I watched a uh, 20-minute video, I think it was, (laughs) dissecting a two and a half minute trailer. Was it Screen Crush? Because I'm watching uh, that one right now. I don't know. It's some dude. Does he look like he works in a video store? It does. Yeah, it's Screen Crush. I'm watching that one right now. (laughs) I've also watched The Nerdist Breakdown and The Midnight Marauders and a couple other ones because i love it so here's Um, here's my hope i just gotta i gotta get this out real quick my hope is that they kill barry at least the barry that we know he's gone johnson dude and and we get a wally Uh, i'll even take a bart i think we might get a bart i'm okay with that i'm cool with it too i really don't give a shit as long as they get rid of ezra i'll take another barry as long as it's not that barry I'm I with care. you. I just don't However, care. I'm really excited for this movie, but I still can't get over how, like, like I'm paused right now on a still of his face, and I'm like, this fucking bastard. Is piece <laughs> of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, Hunter. Like the theory, though, of reverse flash. Uh, Zoom. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like that's what they're setting up with the other editors, like, all yellow motif and headphones, and but, like... I don't know if that's like there's an Easter egg for us to take 
far as a red herring because like the other flash that they're showing fuck man again spoilers <laughs> toys of and shit that is in solicitations do you guys want me to expand on this this is privilege the guy talk. talked about it okay i did well i'm like i said i'm halfway through but yeah they show a kryptonian flash in the toys and shit a kryptonian flash there's a dark flash slash kryptonian flash that's been solicited in the toys was that in the comics no so there's megan shit up yeah but i i think that's what i mean i think all the setup that he's eobod might be a red herring so we get excited about that and then during the movie they're gonna slip us this mickey which i still don't know how they pull off so that's why i wasn't mad about the spoiler when i read it it's like no, one of the first uh, times property but they're, they're- obviously rewriting flashpoint a little bit because i don't think it's going to be right there's not going to be the war between atlantis and themiscara most likely unless they talk about it uh it might be referenced but it won't be yeah yeah right there's also it's not going to be clark in the cell it's going to be kara right but that's kara in the cell in keaton's universe which means that doesn't mean he probably knows clark you think there is a clark i guess there was or was a clark so then my question is gonna be oh my question is gonna be old and retired when he has the long hair and they show him in the super bowl spot that's a little bit different than the one that's online yeah he's like done He's done being like, like, it's going to be him explaining to the kid, like when he's like, yeah, I'm Batman. And it seems like a throwaway line. It's him being like, I don't do this anymore. I hope they introduce beyond, even though uh, Gunn hasn't talked about it. What's why else would you throw Keaton in there except to be the, the perfect old Bruce Wayne? Dude, if they follow this up with the announcement of a Batman, even if it's a post credit scene where it's just him and it's like 30 years later, there's going to be a like, Terry God McGinnis. damn it, Terry. And I'll be like, oh, oh. Oh, like I will fucking have a heart attack in the theater. I will, I will shoot a load out of my nose. It will not make any physical sense what my body does. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and say that there's going to be a beyond. There's going to be a reference. Whether we get it or not, there's going to be a reference. Dude. Yeah. God knows it's the right call. He has to. Dude, honestly, that's one of those things that, like, if I could ask him five questions, I'd be like, (laughs) what's your timeline on doing a Batman Beyond movie? And if he was like, I'm not sure, I'd be like, I don't know if you should run this. (laughs) That's that's the most obvious money laying on the table that I can think of. You lost Conroy, which was a gift from God, because he would have been better, in my opinion, than Keaton as old-timey Batman. I would probably agree. But Keaton's a very close-behind second and now lead runner for being like the perfect fucking casting for upset old Batman yeah. with little Terry running around. And man, they're going to do the Batman and son shit with Damien so they can have Damien leading the League of Assassins and just bitter about Terry. Now, keep in mind that DC is moving Amanda Waller forward, right? Viola Davis is going to be huge in the DCU. Um, If she's going to be on a show, there's a very good chance that they will introduce a Beyond on a show like that because she orchestrated Terry McGinnis getting Bruce Wayne's jeans, right? So, Well, do you think they'll just be like a throwaway scene, like a little Easter egg in in that show where it's like... um, Bruce Wayne's DNA uploading on a computer or something because it would make sense for them to plant that story in like the current timeline where they're at now right and then and then have it pay off in a futuristic one where they've aged Keaton up like 10 years so that they can do Batman Beyond with all the techno future shit and have yeah. it be like that kid grew for 18 years after Waller pulled that shit so she so there's good IMDb has it listed as IMDb has uh Batman Beyond still listed no but they have Waller oh I, yeah I, 
I bet it's gonna get int- it's gonna be furthered on there. It's gonna get introduced in this movie. I it's there's gotta be something, maybe a post credit, I don't know, or something on a computer like McGinnis, Terry McGinnis, or whatever. We're gonna see it. We're gonna see it. Yeah. Because this is the perfect opportunity, even if it's post-production footage that was James Gunn's like, all right, let me watch this movie. Okay, let me put this in there. And now we have a decade of nerds like us just getting super geeked out. And not for nothing, but about all the IP that fucking DC's tried to rip off of Marvel in the recent years, like do Spider-Man, do Spider-Man, steal Spider-Man, do futuristic Batman, Spider-Man. That's what that show was. That was their directive from Jump. They're all Spider-Man villains. Like it is fucking Spider-Man. That is. Yeah, it's a good call. Beat them to the punch. Do do Terry versus (laughs) Ink before they can do Spider-Man versus Venom. Like. This is one of the first times in two decades that DC's had a chance to beat Marvel to a type of story. They're behind them on the multiverse. They're behind them on a bunch of shit here. They've been behind the ball since jump. If they could beat them to having like the the kid level dude having the big bad, yeah. that that would be huge for them. I would love to see Ink. Yeah, Venom rule. I mean, Ink rules. <laughs> You know, there are some beyond villains that I don't know if they would translate well. Uh, Ink, I obviously it would because of Venom. Ink would um, be dope. Blythe, Blythe would be would be a hard one, and then that the Shockwave one. Uh, I forget the yeah, what is his name? That would be a hard one to convey without like an annoying after effect. Yeah, well, that would be yeah, that would be a cool cool effect. But I think they do ink. You do ink and then have Blythe as like the main big bad and have Blythe working for Damien because Damien's pissed that he's not Batman. So he's Mm -hmm. just like an inside guy in Gotham for Damien now. I'm really excited. This trailer has got me all pumped up. Uh, They show... So I'm wondering, is Kara going to be... Like she came here like her normal story and then they lock her up or does she get here as a baby and they lock her up? Like, so you, you've, you've read Flashpoint. I have. It's the same. I dude. I mean, it's like almost shot for shot. The Superman storyline, even in the trailer, like the outfit and everything, like she's being right. held. It looks like it's some sort of Cadmus slash Russian Cadmus type facility. Mm-hmm. And it's probably been like when they show her leaned on the rock and like her whole spine showing and she's emaciated, like she's never seen our son. They've been holding her captive since they discovered her. Hmm. Hunter, have you ever read uh, Flashpoint? I have not. So you're not from, are you familiar with the premise of it? No. The Flash goes back in time to save his mom and changes reality to the point where the the reality is that uh, Atlantis and Themyscira are at war and they do it on our planet. Fuck everything up. Uh, Batman is Thomas Wayne because Bruce and his mom were the ones that were shot that day. Just, Just Bruce. His mom becomes Joker. Oh, that's right. Damn it. How do I forget a thing like that? Because it's twisted and your brain wants it out. My brain wants it out of there. Uh, Bruce is dead. And Thomas Wayne, Batman, uses a gun. and But he's still super intelligent, detective, and uh, Cyborg wants him, needs his help. But all all the while, uh, they... They go and they, because they hear about this this thing being held, and it turns out that the government or whatever agency has this alien locked up, and it's this like being emaciated boy creature, and uh, it's Superman. And when they let him out, and he and his body charges from the sun because he's been locked up for decades. 
since he was a baby, since he yeah, left. since they discovered as a baby that that's what he was, and uh, and then he just goes out of he goes berserk. He kind of loses control and fuck shit up. Mess that's up. that's that's why Batman in the trailer tells Barry when he Barry's like, "What do we do?" and he's like, "Try not to die." He's not talking about the soldiers. He's talking about like he's aware that Kara's fucking floating behind him because he's Batman, right. and like, uh oh, the battery charged, and we haven't had a real conversation with her yet. Hope this goes well, dude. That's what you do now. You fucking hope to God that <laughs> alien's on our side, <laughs> or you have to convince her that she is. Yeah, and then that shot of her stopping that bullet that just got ripped off in Batman's face, right? And pal- palming that dude across the fucking field of ice. So then. Who is the big threat? I think it's going to be whatever the Kryptonian Flash is. I mean, obviously Zod is there, Zod's but he's, not the, threat. he's no, not the big threat. No, I think it'll be whatever they're not showing us that is the You don't think it'll Flash. be Zoom? or or? Uh... I think it'll be a stand-in for that because I think, I think they're trying to avoid the sloppiness that was the CW TV show and the books for like e- Eobod's never gone. He's always existing in another. Like, I think if they just make it a different villain that exists because of this uh, time warp that Barry has caused and this, in, this collapse of realities and shit. You don't think Grant Gustin's going to show up in this? I mean, he could. That would be dope. It'd be really cool if they did like a shot of something going weird and uh, uh, Pattinson's universe. But I just, I feel like they're mostly going to focus on Affleck. There are heavy rumors that there's a third Batman in this movie. And it'll be the Batman that they actually keep going forward. We have no idea who that is. No, but there's heavy, heavy rumors that the third Batman that appears in this movie is the one that ends up being kept after the timeline's all rearranged and fixed. What? That's wild. I I wonder if they do throw Grant because Ezra showed up on the TV show. Yeah. And it would be nice to bring Grant in. I'd even take him as the the, the Flash moving forward. That would be um, fucking amazing. And, and if they, they brought in a Mel. That's what I was going to say. I, I think the two of them were, were photographed recently together. Possibly. I don't know where. Maybe did he show up on the Flash before it, it, might, it ended? It might have been. Or I think they were pushing the idea that that's what the footage was. But. That would be weird. Because he died. Yeah, he's gone, John. He's he's as dead as you can be. So I wouldn't doubt it if maybe they were getting folded into the DC universe. Because mm. I mean, like, dude, what's the probability they're going to find another guy who's really good at being Green Arrow? Well, see, they in, in January, they announced that he's going to be, I think he's going to be on the the flash i'm not going to read this i'll read this another time either way uh gun <laughs> james gunn has come out and said that this movie is going to revolutionize just change everything we know about the dc and they've done a bunch of apparent apparently they've reshot a lot of the ending to make it work for guns oh, going forward. so that was going to be my next question okay so there is stuff that was added in afterwards added in taken out a lot of stuff Ooh. Yeah, is there like going he, to be a uh uh a pre-gun cut i don't think so because i think he did it before like production was ended i think think it was known at the oh. studio the gun was going to be in control long before it was publicly announced Ooh, intrigue well i mean dude i think about it he slipped that batman joke into guardians of the galaxy holiday special whenever they filmed it knowing that he was going to be the person who had to sign off and say it was okay 
and that had to be filmed a long time ago with all the VFX and shit. Yeah, but they're all they're 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 pretty good about that when they make reference to each other in their in their own universe. I don't think they they you know worry about that. Eh. I feel like it's happened in in comics or movies where I've read it where they'll mention a character, you'll see some sort of a reference for it. Usually as a joke, but still. Like it's hard not to make reference to a bat or a Batman. Too iconic for anybody. It's my f- I think it's just the Superman thing. No, I'll look. that's not. I'll look for examples. All right, so we 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 know Zod, we know there's a Kryptonian, we know there's Kara. Yep. We know that both Batfleck and uh-huh. Keaton are in it, but we we know that Batfleck is only in there before Barry goes back to the past. It's going to be We don't know that. They show him in two different suits in the trailer. Anytime all right, oh, because of the motorcycle. They show the motorcycle suit, and then they show him in the blue and gray suit fucking grappling down the highway. That's all going to be probably in the first half hour. Maybe. I mean, that's that's what trailers do, right? If they Even introduce though, a third Batman, we'll probably get to see them all together. I doubt it. That'd be weird. Momoa even said he shot with several Batman. Is he in the movie? He filmed a couple of cameos. They don't know if they're still in, but he filmed cameos. Oh. So did, so did Gal Gadot. So those aren't in. It's gone, buddy. They should take Momoa out. All well, no, they can keep them both because they're just from a universe that's no longer going to be around. They're going to keep Momoa in. They still have the Aquaman movie coming out. That's not an Elseworlds movie, mm. so he's going to be retained. Mm. Well, they're going to co- they're going to compile what they want. They're going to do with the new Fifty Two exactly what yeah. they did after that Flashpoint. They're going to pick and choose what they want. And I bet you, with Aquaman, they could just get rid of Aquaman and bring Calder or uh, another Aquaman. Man, and it'll just be, you know, yeah, except they, that's what I mean. They've already committed that they're doing this one first and then keeping the Atlantis movie coming out in like December as one of the DC films. So, we, so I wonder like, what's by de facto, we know they're keeping him as Aquaman. He might bow out as Aquaman at the end of Aquaman, too. Yeah, but he'll be our in universe Arthur, it'll be whatever Flash we keep or Batman we keep, we're keeping that Arthur. I hope Same they... thing we know if Waller shows up, we're keeping our Waller. Wow. I mean, you got Viola Davis on record. You don't want to get rid of her. Yeah, so she's she's on board. Uh, a lot of, you know, if for some reason there was like a, a shot of Peacemaker, if they did like some weird multiversal shot when Flash is running through the tunnel where you see a bunch of shit, like our Peacemaker is our Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, there's certain like knowns, but there's a lot of unknowns, like which Batman are we keeping? But even if they left Keaton in a different universe, they just make that Elseworlds fucking Batman beyond. Mm-hmm. We know we're getting a new younger Batman. Batman. Like that's already been discussed. So it wouldn't make sense for Affleck or Keaton no, it wouldn't. to make it through the movie. Like it has to be a third younger Batman that comes mm-hmm. out of this. That's why everyone's like, it kind of has to be there for this to make sense. There's a cast member for the new Aquaman film and he doesn't have a, doesn't have a name, character name. That's interesting. He looks like Batman. What's this part of his face look like? Uh, he's a white dude. He looks Danish, and he is Danish. I guess Pilu Aspek. I think the name is. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've seen him before. He was oh, he was in Game of Thrones. Can he do this? Yeah, yeah. He played uh, Euron Greyjoy. I I'm really excited for this this new DCU thing. Me too, man. This is the most excited I've been about DC in 
I don't know. Oh, since I, I was a kid. Well, you were excited about some of the the Batman comics that came out a while back. The comics have been dope, but the, the I meant as far as oh, like as movies. Far as movies, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I don't know that I've been like I was never really excited about all the Superman reboots that were happening. The Christian Bale movie, I was excited about the first one and then very let down. So wait, Travis have uh, Travis Hunter? Did you see the the DC revival from? last decade yeah i've seen a bunch of the batmans um they're great i loved them i mean hit or miss i you know i haven't seen a lot of them recently but what about man of steel um i don't think so no i haven't you see batman versus superman no or the justice league justice league i've seen a little bit of okay so the batman's talking about the christian bale i think uh, i whatever uh, I, i remember seeing something with geik and you when we were younger probably when they came out yeah, that's crazy. And then Bale. whatever came out most recently, I think I saw that Batman. The Robert Pattinson one. Yeah. And that one was creepy. I like that one. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. But that's going to be Elseworlds now, which is like a DC imprint in the Comics Hunter, which is like weird stories they want to tell that they already know ahead of time. They don't want to have any impact on the real universe. Ah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So they're they're gonna keep making patents and movies, but they won't be part of the Batman and the Justice League movies. Like that'll just be its own universe. That's cool. Yeah. I was curious because uh, all that stuff that that we had mentioned that you haven't seen is gonna basically go out the window and have no significance moving forward. Yeah, it sounds like really the only things being kept are the Peacemaker TV show characters, understandably a few suicide characters, also understandably so. And then Aquaman for some reason. Is there? A, yeah, I don't know. I think they're gonna get rid of Momoa, and we're gonna get the next generation. Uh, I mean, maybe on. maybe an Aquaman too, but they're not gonna do it now. They can't. They've already they've already shown us the trailers and shit for the previous. What do you call them? First looks at Aquaman two. No, Aquaman three isn't it? What? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, that's a that's a second one. Yeah. Oh, uh, thought there was already a second, but I guess now that would make sense. No, it's just taking for fucking ever. Well, like the Flash movie and everything else at DC. But maybe that was for a reason. I think it was. I think both of them had to have a bunch of reshoots due to the fact that Gunn was like, guess what? New daddy. We're I wonder when they way. knew. I think a while ago, man. I don't think this was a surprise to James Gunn. I think he's known for a while. Really? Yeah. I bet I bet the agreement goes back to at least like right when Zaslav got put in power, if not before. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, either way, things are looking good. So. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm fucking stoked. And then we got Quantum Mania. I get yeah. Kang. We get Kang. We get MODOK. We get Bill Murray. Yeah. That's a hat, Bill Murray. That's a hat trick, baby. You mean easy one? What uh? What else are you watching? Shrinking. Shrinking. I think I've seen a trailer for that. It's uh Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, uh, Jason Segel. And they they shrink people and live in these little fake towns or something. You got it, dog. No, it's about uh Jason Segel's a shrink. He's a yeah. psychologist. Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Therapist. Yeah, you got it. And uh, he's like kind of having. A mental breakdown his wife died he's like not taking care of his teenage daughter oh, and he's like hating his job and he like snaps and starts to give people like way too real of advice that he's not supposed to be giving as a therapist yeah like, he kind of breaks ethics and oh. uh everyone in the office kind of finds out but also this guy's like going through it so they're like we're not supporting you but we're not gonna fire you 
but we want plausible deniability, so get the fuck away from me. And it's just, it's a funny comedy about this guy trying to fix his life while also like actively trying to fix these other people's lives because it's making him sad that all of his patients are just idiots that keep doing the same shit over and over again. It's on Apple TV. Yeah, and it's uh, really good. And then there's something else I've been watching. The fuck is it? My kids have been watching Ghost. Ghost rules. It's it's really funny actually, but there are a lot of lot of innuendos and and things that either go over their head or they just don't acknowledge. <laughs> I bet a lot of the Trevor jokes are over their head, and I bet a lot of the gay jokes about the guy from the Revolutionary War they just don't acknowledge. Oh no, they knew. They knew he was. They knew Trevor's he was gay. Trevor's dirty. Oh yeah, everyone knows he's gay. That's the gayest but the, dude but on the TV. bro. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know much much about what the bro is talking about. And they're like, "Why would he want to? Why would he want to look at her boot?" <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah, how weird. The reason I want to, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the thing. <laughs> uh, there's something else I want to say. It comes out on Fridays. I have no fucking clue. What it is. Real quick about ghosts. It was pretty funny. <laughs> when uh there was a few episodes that was so i love the fact and this is one that goes over my girl's heads but when they ascend and they call it getting sucked off oh god it, it's it was so funny when they're at the when they're at the diner and and she's talking to her her mom ghost or ghost mom yeah and then, <laughs> you're just trying to get sucked off <laughs> and the waiter's there and he looks at jay and, uh, and i'm thinking oh my god how are they gonna how are we gonna get out of this without it getting awkward for me and my daughters but it it worked out <laughs> it, it's it's a funny show uh i know you had recommended it for a while it's, but it's so funny. good it's bad it's like 90s tv good and then the way that they stack the cast with all those different characters because of the premise mm-hmm. is like really a good stroke of genius writing because mm-hmm. they have access to whatever they really need in any kind of situation that they write themselves into right so have you seen the show under it's about this couple that takes over this old house that's filled with ghosts and they want to open a, a b&b and she falls down the stairs dies temporarily and now she sees ghosts i have not but i've definitely seen it on my apple tv and it looks like something it, it would be enjoyable for sure it's very enjoyable when when they went to the neighbor's house uh, to let um, Thor's son know uh, about yeah. the, the the best part is when they walk up to the house. My wife says, "Like oh, upside down pineapple. They're gonna be <laughs> swingers or whatever it was." And I was like, "What are you What are you talking about?" And then, sure enough, in the episode, they're like, "Oh, it's time!" And they start taking they're off swingers. Yeah, dude, they're pineapple people for sure. <laughs> I'm glad that your wife knows hilarious, dirty facts about weird people like I do. Right? Like, we we don't even really, well, we kind of do watch the show with the girls because they want us to watch it with them. Uh, yeah. However, they're, they're watching it maybe without us, which I have to put an end to because I want to make sure what's being said is fine. But it's really funny, so. I mean, it's a 7 p.m. CBS show, so they're keeping it. Right. It's water watershed clean. I agree. I'm okay with it. I let him watch it, but it's just... uh, the, the sucked off thing when Tre- when Trevor gets uh, mad and he's like, "Don't ruin this for me!" It's like one of the only things I have because it's like this, it's like the ghost hunter or this old Victorian lady whose like house it was, and it's the girl who inherited it's like great 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 aunt or grandmother or something, right, Matt? Wait, aunt, I don't know. 80, Wait. 
Patty. Patties are like great, 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 great grandmother or aunt. Oh, house. really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So that's like they're related. That's the lady whose house it was that the girl inherited. So it's like somebody in her family. Got it. And a robber baron. Yeah. And then, but then there's like a Native American dude who died there back in the way back. And then yeah, there's he a, speaks really good English. Yeah, they all they all speak pretty good English. And then yeah, the, but they don't even try with him. Yeah, I think it'd be not socially acceptable if he was doing any kind of voice. Uh, but then there's like a Viking who was there way back in the day when like the Viking explorations hit Newfoundland and shit, and he died getting struck by lightning. So he's been there forever. And then the uh, Native American dude, and then there's the Victorian lady, and then there's a hippie that got mauled flower. by a bear during a bank robbery. There's flower. also an old jazz singer who got murdered yeah. on premise. I love that episode where the historian shows up. Yeah, and he's just a pervert. So good. Uh, and then there's the hippie that got mauled by the bear flower, who's basically uh, Rachel Frank. And then there's a... Uh, <laughs> Why the, is Trevor pants? Oh, because he died pantsless. And then it ends up being like a really sweet story of why he didn't have his pants on. And he's always tried to paint it as like, I had my pants off, I was getting pussy. And it's like, no, he did a really nice thing for another guy and loaned a dude his pants. Oh, so and then and then he died? And then he died. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So then there's a trader bro from like the late 80s, early 90s who's dead but pantsless because he died without <laughs> his pants on. So he's in the eternity with no pants. So he's just wearing there's... like a sport coat, shirt and tie, no pants. And then there's Pete with the arrow in his neck. Who's a Girl Scout, Boy Scout troop leader who got shot in the neck by a little girl when he was teaching them how to shoot their bows and arrow. Oh, God. He was a travel agent, and his yes. wife had cheated on him. With his best friend. Right. Yeah, which he finds out when he's a ghost. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it's wild. And then there's other ghosts on different properties. In the second season, you learn about car ghosts. Car ghosts? Yeah, so this chick died in a car, and then this other guy buys it as a salvage title used and becomes uh, Jay's assistant at the hotel. <laughs> Yeah. But then the and then the Native American guy, what's his name, Sass? Sass. Yeah, he he falls in love with her, uh -huh. but they can only hang out in the car because she like <laughs> she can't leave the car, so she goes wherever the car goes. The same way that oh. they're attached to the house. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so stupid and so funny. The, uh, the, the, oh, there's a guy, there's a gay revolutionary war general, Hunter, who was in love with the British war general across the fucking trenches. It's so funny. And he'd spy, <laughs> and he'd spy on him through his gun sight. And that's how he'd keep an eye on this guy. And then one day, one of his fucking, uh, soldiers scares him while he's in there perving on another dude. And when he jumps, he shoots him, kills him. So his, like, crush is dead out in the shed. He lives in the shed. All the British military guys live in the shed. The on British the troops stay. Yeah, they stay in this little shed outside. Oh God! But he's been closeted his whole life. He died of dysentery at the same battle before he could like ever come out to anyone as being gay. And so like they finally have like a little romance, and it's very weird and like Revolutionary War era, like proper. Like, would you like to go for a walk down by the lake? And it's <laughs> hilarious. I, I like how they, you know, he's like, oh, I, I I have a secret to tell you. And everyone's like, oh, he's going to tell him that he loves him. And he's like, oh, I was the one who shot you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, shit. 
the guy who plays uh Thor, Thorfinn. Yeah. He he was Flex on Doom Patrol. Flex Mentalo. That was what he always seemed so familiar, but I didn't know why. That makes a lot of sense. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's an enjoyable show. The characters are pretty funny. Yeah. It's a real deal sitcom and there's not and, like a ton of those left. And then in the basement, there's a group of people that they're in their cholera pit and they yeah. stay there and they, and they just stay in there and they like stare at and and stare at the water heater uh or or whatever it is and they they don't go upstairs they keep to themselves but there's some spillover that's just hilarious yeah and they're all in like white <laughs> hospital gowns cuz that's what they died in <laughs> it's funny i might have to just watch it all over you know on my own yeah the guy who plays the husband does a great job all the time of acting like you can't see any of these people jay yeah jay does a fantastic job in the scenes where he's sitting on a couch with five people yeah of acting like he can only hear his wife on the tv like he does (laughs) a really good job of conveying that without it being slappy or corny right right yeah when he he goes to bed and thorn thor is out there uh yelling out to his son across the way yeah that was nice too that scene uh, and then that old 50s housewife that lives at that house oh at the at the neighbor's house the yeah the, the ghost Farnsby's, over there yeah the Farnsby's and she's just nuts <laughs> yeah i i'm enjoying it more than i feel like i should <laughs> other than that i don't i don't know what else i'd be watching i i feel like that's it for me uh national treasure ended the first season mm, and really good sets itself up for a second season very nicely oh yeah yeah but it's like a one and done story and then there's gonna be another story but they give you the little bite at the end so like if wow you're silent if they did uh i know it didn't make any noise if they uh (laughs) if they end the show it would make like it wouldn't be a bummer but they set it up really good for more and i like that show a lot Mm. and then shrinking and Something I'll have to find it. shrinking. I don't have Apple TV. Yeah. Apple TV is becoming more and more worth it. Is it? Yeah. I mean, they've got, what do they got right now? Let's look. They got Ted Lasso. Dope yep. as shit. Huge. They got Slow Horses. Really great Gary Oldman. Sort of funny, dramatic uh, spy Oldman. show. Yeah. Mythic Quest from the guys who did Always Sunny, mm-hmm. their show about video game developers. It's very funny. Oh, that's uh, on there? Yeah, the problem with John Stewart's on there, which I like a lot, and I will defend against anyone. What uh, is the, that? It's uh, basically like his new political like comedy new... talk show. Okay, it's all right. Uh, Central it's his Park. His version of what Letterman's doing. Central Park. Kind of. It's more like his version of what John Oliver's doing. Got it. Uh, Central Park is an animated series from the people who do, do Bob's Burgers. It's a musical, front to back animated series that is takes place in New York with a bunch of people that hang out in Central Park. Schmigga Dune, which is Keegan-Michael Key, uh, his musical comedy about people that get stuck in a Brigadoon-type situation Mm -hmm. and have to try to get out. They've got that new movie, Hello Tomorrow, coming up. Uh, They got uh, Shrinking. They've got all those M. Night Shyamalan things that I'll never fucking watch. They've they've got Severance, which is maybe still the best thing I've seen in a very long time. That shows cuckoo fuck fuck your brain up wild. Severance, uh, yeah, Severance. That we watched Adam a Scott couple series. of yeah, we watched a couple of episodes. I think you got to watch that whole thing, man. That that's a heater, and there's new ones coming in the fall. What season is it on? They only have one. one? Yeah, it's still going, or is it is it done? Yeah, no, it's still going. 
Um, otherwise, I'd say get it at the library. But... Nope, still going. They got Bad Sisters, which my mom highly recommended, and then I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, they got Jason Momoa's C thing that's all the way up to the final chapter. They got For All of Mankind, the space drama. They got Maya Rudolph's Loot, Kumail Nanjiani's Little America, uh, Rose Byrne's new physical. Rose Byrne's having a physical? She's doing, she's like a 80s aerobic instructor. Oh, okay. That's another I, I comedy a drama. Totally different vision in my head. <laughs> uh, the after party, man. The after party fucking ruled with uh, everybody's in it. <laughs> Who's in this fucking show? The After Party is starring Ooh, Tiffany Haddish, that? Sam Richardson, Zoe Chow, Ben Schwartz, Ike Barinholtz, Alana Glazer, Jamie Demetrio, Dave Franco. Ooh. Pretty stacked cast. And it's I just, like I just learned that Dave Franco is married to uh Allison Bree. I didn't know that. That's wild. Yeah, they've been doing stuff together. He directs. He's been doing more directing. Yeah, well, when your brother gets bone bone burned for being a pervert, you gotta pivot. There's gonna yeah. be a season two of the after party this spring. After party. Let's look it up. There we go. Pretty what about the Shining Planet. Girls? Have you watched that? No. Does that, that look like little, you don't like it? Might be more of a thriller ish. Yes, yeah, it looks very scary. The poster alone lo- loses me. Shantaram looks really good. I want to watch that. That's supposed to be amazing. It's on my it's on my playlist, but it's escape convict Lynn Ford flees the teeming streets of 1980s Bombay looking to disappear. And it's Charlie Hunnaman or Hunnam, and he's playing uh expat running convict. There's the Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, the shrink next door that I haven't watched yet because that seems heavy. Mm-hmm. So I gotta uh, check Chris- this out. After party looks pretty good. Yeah, after party ruled, man. That is a very fun show. And it's uh I forget the name of that classic story, but it's the is it Rashanon? It's the thing where you keep seeing the same case from everybody's different perspective. Mm-hmm. Every episode, the cops are interviewing a different suspect at the party. No one's allowed to leave. And right. each time you get a slightly different version of the story and you have to piece together what happened. Oh, I like that. All right. It's, it's fun. They got uh, Spielberg's new amazing stories. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Like there's some heaters on here. It's just for the longest time they were coming out at a real slow clip. And now in like the last year, I'd say they're starting to put out shows at a really, really fast rate where it's like it's getting to the point where it's almost hard to keep up with. That We Crashed is supposed to be really good about WeWork and the cult around that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that new magic documentary. They call me magic that they have on there. Tom Hanks has that Greyhound movie he made for them. The greatest beer run ever. That looks great. I want to see this. Oh, that's Dave Franco or something where he takes Zach beer. Efron. Zach yeah. Efron takes beer to Vietnam. Yeah. With Russell Crowe and Bill Murray. Yeah. I, I think I saw, I saw a trailer for that. Yeah. That one looks really good. Spirited. The Christmas movie that Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell did. Yeah. One of the better Christmas movies I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Haven't seen it. It was really good and really sweet. It's seasonal. I get that one won't come back up for a while. <laughs> Maybe in this, July. They can do like Christmas in July or something. <laughs> yeah. Chris Evans has a new movie coming out called Ghosted. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Billie Eilish have a movie coming out. It looks like oh. I- Idris Elba has a new series coming out on there this year. She's about the right age. <laughs> nah, I was kidding. <laughs> uh, the Big Door Prize is going to be a series starring uh, Chris O'Dowd, which 
I love that man. He's the shit. I'm de- really sad that COVID killed the new version of uh, Get Shorty. That show. Oh yeah, was it pretty good? God, it's dude. It is. It is like a com like a truly like if you got a room of really good comedy writers together and told them to make Breaking Bad hilarious, but there's scenes in it that are just gangster as fuck and terrifying. This Hello Tomorrow movie that's coming out on Friday mm-hmm. in a, re- a retro futuristic world, charismatic salesman Jack Billings, and it's Billy Crudup, I think. I like Billy Crudup. Leads a team of fellow so la, 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 la. leads a team of fellow sales associates determined to revitalize their customer lives by hawking timeshares on the moon. They're selling timeshares on the moon. <laughs> it, it looks pretty good. <laughs> How'd you get there? Now, it's in like a weird retro future thing where they're all driving like anti-gravity cars and shit, but they're all like 50s car. It looks really cool for me because of the cars alone. And what's it called? Uh, what did I just say? Hello Tomorrow. Hello Tomorrow. Oh, all right. It hasn't come out yet. Got it. Comes out Friday. Friday. Same day as Ant-Man. They got big door prize with Chris O'Dowd. A small town is forever changed when a mysterious machine appears, promising to reveal everyone's true potential. Soon residents start changing jobs, rethinking relationships, and questioning long-held beliefs, all in the pursuit of a better future. That one looks really good. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it does have a retro feel. It's almost like the Jetsons. Yes. Where it's just a certain way, but everyone's got like... like jetpacks and robots walking their dogs and teleporter yeah. car uh, not tele, but like floating cars yeah they got a new travel show that's eugene let you levy led called the reluctant traveler that's coming Ooh. out soon uh february always, 24th yeah i've always liked eugene levy yeah and it's gonna follow him coming out of his comfort zone in different locations so it's gonna be a nebishy old canadian jew just very upset with the places he is. And that's like clean right up my alley. Yeah, I've always been a fan of his. I've I've always been a big fan of all the SCTV characters. And big eyebrows. You can't go wrong with big old killer eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> can't deny it. That's why they're keeping yeah. Momoa around, dude. They can't fire those eyebrows. Nah, that's, I, I feel like he serves... Oh, it's going to be terrible to say. He, he serves little purpose in general, I feel, other than just his looks. I don't know yeah. if he's great in any role because it's just Jason Momoa doing it. I, I've heard he's good in C, but it just like doesn't grab me. It's something I want to watch. You might dig it. I mean, he's probably a really cool guy, too, and, and, and all that. But I... I don't know. Can the guy act? I don't I don't think so. Like I think his his best role would have been as uh Drogo in Game of Thrones. He barely spoke. Yeah. And I think putting him and Gal Gadot in the same scenes together is a wild decision. I mean he's funny. I think he's funny and I and I like him, but I don't see Aquaman. I don't see uh, whoever he's playing, I see Jason Momoa. Well, and I think with Aquaman, especially, they kind of wrote him in to be kind of Arthur and Hal because they kind of made him team dickhead too because they'd lost that character through scheduling and hiring conflicts. Mm-hmm. They kind of combined two characters into this one guy and just made it to where it's like, Momoa is kind of playing like a little bit meaner version of himself at the end of it. Yeah. Instead of probably playing the Boy Scout he got hired to play as Arthur. Yeah. Man, I'm so excited for the Green Lantern shit. Yeah, we don't know anything about it, though. Do we? We we know it's going to be based on True Detective. And for the record, for years on this pod, I've been saying that DC needs to do like an X-Files type show 
Yeah. Uh, but it's a Justice League thing. I, I know I was a little off mark there. However, not really, some... though, because True Detective with Aliens is basically fucking X-Files. So you're not really off the mark at all. So I guess what it comes down to is James Gunn's been listening to this podcast the whole time. I hope so, dude, because then he knows that I'll show up at his house if he doesn't make Batman Beyond. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a stern talking to. Yeah. You, you need to make batman beyond yeah and if you know what's good for you you'll make batman versus the ninja turtles live action so we're we're seeing some of these great ideas hopefully come to fruition and i and i hope they translate well i hope it's not it's not lost i think i think it's gonna work man i think james has the vision and like unlike a lot of studio heads i think he's watched all the marvel movies and not Mm -hmm. because it was his job like i think he enjoys this and sees what makes things valid or not because he can like frame it as something he wants to see instead of being something he could get paid a lot of money to do yeah yeah Mm, okay like i don't know that feige gets off on watching any of the marvel movies i think he's done a really good job but he just doesn't strike me as somebody who like just even his job career. He just doesn't strike me as the biggest comic book fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's gotta be, come on. To I, be, to orchestrate I think he's, I think he's done level. a lot of research and read a lot of the books so that he can orchestrate at this level. But I don't think Feige goes home like excited to read an omnibus. Whereas I think like James Gunn is like, I have the coolest job that's ever been created. I have to go home and read Batman. Yeah. Like I think yeah. Feige would be just as happy running Pixar or any other department. I think he's just good at his job. Hmm. What do you think is up next for Fike? Like if he leaves after he knock you know, on he, wood, dude. I hope to God he doesn't leave for a long time because if they leave it to Kathleen Kennedy, that'll be fucking terrifying. I don't hate everything that's happened wouldn't. in Star Wars, but she didn't micromanage it the way she should have. Yeah, but why would they? I mean, they're gonna if if James Gunn does what we we believe he's going to do, they're going to continue that and say we need a comic guy that can also do movies. That so would who's rule. the guy to replace Feige? The funny the funny answer is Rob Liefeld, but realistic realistically. Hmm. Sorry, that's very funny to me. I want a guy to run the universe and never show anyone's feet. Feet right, right. <laughs> Daredevil becomes a new spokesperson. When Captain America stands in profile. Not Daredevil, I'm sorry. You know who I meant. I meant Yeah, they tie three guys together to inflate the chest. Um, I don't know who they'd pick out of Marvel right now, man. That'd be a real hard choice because they don't have the stacked staff. I don't know. The staff has dwindled. Like Hickman? I don't think it'd be fucking Hickman. I don't know, man. Loeb has jumped ship. Like, they ran off some of their best talent with all their misfires with Marvel TV and the structure of the company for the first 10 years of the thing when they demolished it a lot of those guys left yeah yeah and they're doing other shit like Loeb is working with Millerverse and like they're they're all over the place now but I don't know man I wouldn't trust McFarlane no he's probably he'd do things spitefully <laughs> yeah he's and he's crazy yeah like you watch a video of him doing a toy unboxing of something he designed and it's maniacal I guess they would need uh, more of a businessman. Well, no, I couldn't do these guys. I'm looking at all these DC writers. I don't know why. I, I did a search for a minute there on uh, Gail Simone, and then I remembered, wait a minute, she's DC. And then I started looking at all these DC people. And then I had the thought that maybe James Gunn is going to bring Plastic Man into the DCU. Oh, dude, he better. I hope you're because listening, Mr. Gunny. Who, who is better suited to do so? Yeah, Jimmy Pistols, you coward. Bring in Plastic Man. I mean, he made a successful show out of Peacemaker. Granted, John Cena had a lot to do with that as well. 
He did, but it, I mean, he wouldn't have done anything if the writing wasn't that good. Right. Yeah. Dude, if they did Gail Simone's Plastic Man <clears throat> run, I'd, I'd weep tears of joy. Do you like I Plastic think... Man Hunter? Uh, I don't think I've seen it or heard of it. It's okay. We we all know you had a weird childhood in that basement. <laughs> he's a pretty cool character. Batman wow. estimates that he's the most dangerous person in the DC universe. Yeah, potentially could be. But he's a jokester. Oh, yeah. Well, I would love to hear uh, people's thoughts on that. And we don't have Mitch here to end it out. So what do we got to yeah. do? We got to say, well, you people can write us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Yep. They can find us on Reddit at <laughs> r slash broadcastgeeks. They can find us on Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks. It is underscore geeks. And then they can um, find us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. At Broadcast Geeks. That's correct. Yeah. They got to remember to subscribe and review us on iTunes and anywhere else that you listen. Right. That's what we, we say. And then, oh, wait, what else do we say? If you miss Mitch this week, you can follow him on OnlyFans at King Pole Hole Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he changed his username. I can't even get through saying the dumb joke. Uh, don't don't look for Mitch on OnlyFans. You'll only find things that terrify you. But uh, until we see you next week, we leave you with our signature sign-off line. Which is... Excelsior! Excelsior.